Let's meet Lachlan Hart now. I was going to say the young Lachlan Hart. He was young in the 1990s when he stumbled upon an unidentified amphibian fossil, but perhaps it's no longer unidentified. Lachlan joins me now from Sydney. Hello there. Hi, how are you going? Good, thank you for waiting patiently there. Really nice to talk to you. Tell me about the discovery of this fossil. Yeah, so it was discovered in the mid-90s by a man who was living on the central coast of New South Wales. Um, he was building a retaining wall at his um, in his garden at his house uh, from rocks that he'd purchased from a local quarry. And as they were turning over the rocks, he was hosing um, one particular slab off. And as he hosed off the mud, this uh, fossil appeared um, from underneath the mud. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Every so, gardener's dream. I know, hey? Um, so then, um, obviously, it caused a bit of a stir uh, because it's a really amazing fossil. So um, it's got um, the skeleton, including the skull, and a lot of the body preserved, and also uh, soft tissue, which is like the skin and the fatty tissue is also preserved on parts of the on the parts of the fossil. Um, so it caused a bit of a stir, and yeah, it was. Um, it just so happened that in 1997, um, there was a touring exhibit from Canada called the Dinosaur World Tour, um, and that was showing in Sydney at the time. And so after a few experts looked at it, uh, they decided that they were going to put it on display at that Dinosaur World Tour in Sydney, um, just so the public could you know, get a first glimpse of the brand new fossil discovery. And I was one of those people. So <laughs> my parents took the dinosaur-obsessed 12-year-old me and my little brother um, to the Dinosaur World Tour in Sydney, and I saw the fossil for the first time then. Um, <laughs> That's then, amazing. Uh, that was know, in the 90s, eh? And, um, yeah. And you thought, hmm, I'm not done with you. <laughs> you eventually trained to become a paleontologist. Yeah, so, I'm, I mean, technically I'm still in training because I'm finishing off my PhD in a couple uh-huh. of months. Um, but, yeah, I, um, I hadn't really thought about the fossil much. And then... Um, I approached uh, my, super, my, my now supervisor at um, the Australian Museum and the University of New South Wales, and I said, oh, um, are there any uh, fossils that I might be able to work on as part of a PhD project? And he said, well, we actually have this really great fossil that hasn't been described for over 20 years. This would make a good PhD chapter. I'm like, yes, it would. Yes, it would. <laughs> what, what did they think it was? So... Um, as I mentioned, when it was first discovered, there were a few paleontologists and experts that looked at it, and they identified it as belonging to um, this group of extinct amphibians called temnospondyls. Um, but apart from that, they hadn't really gone into any of the nitty-gritty identifying what type of temnospondyl it was or its unique features or anything like that. So that was definitely my job um, as part of the PhD. Well, tell me what you've decided about this fossil. Yeah, so we have discovered that there's a brand new species of extinct amphibian. Um, we've called it Arena Erpeton supernatus. So um, Arena Erpeton comes from Latin. Arena means sand and Erpeton means thing that creeps. So literally it means sand creeper. Uh-huh. Um, and that's in reference to the sandstone block which we found it in. Um, supernatus, the species name, uh, means lying on its back. And that refers to the fact that the fossil is preserved belly up. So, um, yeah, so I think it's a pretty descriptive name for uh, what we're looking at. How significant is this? Well, like I said, it's a really incredible uh, discovery, the fact that we have an articulated skeleton plus soft tissue uh, preserved in a fossil that's 240 million years old. 
Um, <laughs> that in itself is enough for paleontologists to get very excited about. And obviously a lot of the general public thinks it's pretty exciting too. Um, it also kind of fills in a gap um, in paleontology as far as the evolution of these particular animals goes. Um, there was a theory that large animals like this were living in the early Triassic period where it lived, but they didn't have any concrete evidence until this thing was um, uh, finally uh, described. Is there anything in our current world that looks like this or is related to this? Yeah, so I mean, in general, tender spondles kind of look like a cross between a salamander and a crocodile. Um, <laughs> this, this one definitely is more on the salamander side of things. Um, if you want to have a picture in your head, it looks a bit like a Chinese giant salamander, but a lot thicker. It's a, it's much more heavy set. Uh, it's got very broad ribs and uh, the soft tissue, which I mentioned, uh, shows us that it actually um, was quite uh, girthy around <laughs> around this midriff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've got to ask, you, this was found in Australia, any chance New Zealanders listening may have something similar in their own backyards, behind their own retaining walls? Oh, look, I hope so. Mm. Um, that would be fantastic, and if they do, please uh, please contact me. Um, hmm. There have been a few scraps of tennis bundle bones found in New Zealand um, over time, and not much, but we do know that they were in New Zealand at, at least some point in their evolutionary history. Cool. Um, so, yes, please, please contact me, and I'd love to uh, see what you've got. Yeah. What sort of what's what material is it most likely to be found in? Um, so, it, it, these types of uh, fossils can be found in any any kind of uh, type of rock. So like Arena Opatom was found in sandstone, but we've, found, we've had others that have been found in ironstone or, you know, slate, claystone, everything. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, kick some rocks around and have a look. <laughs> you done with this guy now, Lachlan? Um, look, I'm pretty much done with it. Um, it's going to be put on display at the Australian Museum um, in Sydney uh, later on this year. So people can come and have a look at it, and yeah, that'll be a nice kind of full circle moment that is back on display at the museum that I now work at. <laughs> totally. Thanks so much for telling us the story. No worries. Professor Lachlan Hart, who after many years, after first seeing it in an exhibit, has now finally named this incredible amphibian fossil, Arena Erpeton supernatus.